Hello everyone and welcome to Echoes in the Dark. I'm your host Bloodborne and in this show we're going to be talking a lot about MMOs. Most notably Lord of the Rings Online, Star Wars The Old Republic, World of Warcraft, and Ashes of Creation. Be sure to follow me over on Twitter at Bloodborne and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bloodborne. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Episode two. That must mean I'm committed to it or something now. So uh, you better watch out because uh, we're going to keep doing this thing as uh, as long as I can. And uh, we'll see what happens with it. So last episode, we talked, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Lord of the Rings Online. And we talked about uh, World of Warcraft. Um, really didn't get to dive into one of the games that is coming out in the future that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. That is Ashes of Creation. Ashes of Creation. <laughs> I can't even say the title anymore. Ashes of Creation is a game that's got me uh, both intrigued and a little worried in, in some ways. And the reason I say that is I'm very intrigued because... It is a game made by developers who don't like the way the genre is right now. And it's a uh, development team that their creative director is an MMO player for, you know, as long as they've been around. So realistically, he knows what he likes and what he dislikes. Um, the, the other intriguing part about what ashes of creation is doing is they're being very very transparent about their development strategy you know they're showing you the progress when they have something to show they they're going to conferences even when stuff is in alpha zero um the the other thing that's uh kind of nice is that they are saying currently that it's not going to be pay to win this is going to be a situation where you just have a, um, I can't remember if they said they were going to have the box price or there was no box price and you just logged in, uh, logged in with your subscription. I think that's what it was, that they were not doing a box price, but they were just doing a subscription cost. And what's interesting about that is that um, that sounds like the future plans for World of, World of Warcraft too. I cannot talk tonight. I'm sorry. Um, the, I don't know if this is necessarily the last expansion that they're doing, but it sounds like in the future is that you're just going to have your subscription and you log in and play. You'll just have all the content, which is pretty cool. Now, I may be misinterpreting that completely as well, so don't hold me to that. Uh, but back to Ashes. Um, one thing that's striking about this game right out of the gate is that it just looks fantastic now i know a lot of it's just a lot of basic stuff that comes with the unreal engine um and you're starting to see more stuff now i think it was last week they put out a video about uh the hybrid combat system and what does that mean hybrid combat so we've got tab targeting we've got action combat we've got all these different styles of combat what does it mean well hybrid in this sense is a mixture of the two so there's going to be some tab targeting and there is going to be um, some aiming involved as well. Now, I don't particularly like 
the action combat you know a lot of people are are getting on this bandwagon of of liking action combat um i i don't know and people are probably going to tell me to get good and that's fine but i think it just has to do with the fact that the two biggest games that i've played over the last decade have been tab target and you know clicking and all that stuff and that's fine like it's it's a play style and there's nothing wrong with that um it does kind of bother me when people get all um on a high horse about oh uh, you click your skills or you you know you do tab targeting instead of action combat and it's like man it don't matter to me just play what you want if you like that style great if you don't don't play that style then i mean it's pretty simple when it comes down to it uh, i think there's a lot of people that just want to argue for the sake of argument I guess that's fine too. I don't know. But um Ashes of Creation has a couple things that they're working on that is kind of cool uh that I I think is is a little different. Um the um you're starting to see it too now with the the bounty system in in World of Warcraft um is that if you go out and you're you kill x amount of other players you're going to get a bounty put on your head and that's going to give you bonus honor in Warcraft. Uh, they're going to be, they're looking at a system like that right now for ashes of creation uh, called a corruption system. Now, immediately as a Lotro player, I, I hear corruptions and I, uh, I cringe a little bit, but when it comes down to this, what they're talking about is, is very much the same as the bounty system in warcraft is if you're out and you know you're killing a, this a uh, bunch of players and you don't die and you're farming them you're gonna get a bounty placed on your head and what they were talking about doing is even to the point of if your corruption gets so high and you get killed then you could you could lose experience you could lose armor um and I think that is more of a design to prevent griefing than than a punishment. And I don't know how that's going to work. Because realistically, on the flip side, for a player... Uh, say, player A has all the corruptions. They've been out just hacking and slashing. They've killed a bunch of players. And, you know, they're in a, they've got this corruption so high... On the, on the flip side, player B comes along and kills that player. They get a pretty fat reward, which is awesome. How does this not get gamed, though? And I think that's a question that I haven't seen uh, be answered yet. And that's something that w is definitely a concern is, you know, how do you prevent your buddies from coming over like, hey, let me farm you real quick, and then we'll go ahead and get my corruptions all the way up and then you can kill me and get that big big reward um so that's something that's something to be a little concerned about but again it's so far out that that system could very well change um we just we just don't know yet um something that is a little off-putting at the moment for me for ashes of creation is the story um, I don't know why I should care yet, story-wise. I've been looking through some of the stuff on the website, and, and um, I, I just, 
Why why do I care about the story? Lord of the Rings, that's easy. You know, it's got some of my favorite characters of all time. What drew me into that was a movie. That was my first injection into that storyline. World of Warcraft uh, was because I played another MMO and I, I jumped into it and found some compelling storylines. And I so I had to dig into that one a little bit more. So this one will be very much the same. Um, it's it's going to have to be something compelling like that. It's going to have to be something that I can I can dig into, look at, and decide, wow, this is a really compelling story. I want to know more. If you get to that point with me, if you get to the point where I want to know more, you did a good job. You you win. You you get the dollars. So we'll see how that goes. That's that's one of the parts that I'm just not sure of yet. So and how could you really be sure of that with a product that's in alpha? Um, the we'll kind of go back to another intriguing point, I guess you would say, is the node system now the node system um, if you're not familiar with it is kind of like a living breathing thing it you will contribute to it and things will change based on your actions um and that's kind of the bread and butter of of this ip if you will is the node system they're they're kind of banking hard on this thing and so there's several different nodes they're going to have different resources, so not every node has the same resources. Um, the way it's kind of described in very basic terms is, so say you start uh, mining, or no, we'll say say you start foresting all the stuff, like you start harvesting all the trees that are in this area, and the node can respond to that and can spawn a quest line or spawn bosses or something to that effect around what decisions you've made because now you've angered these beasts or whatever and now there's a quest line to go take care of that that's intriguing because all of the how many times can i say that in one one show um but i think what's kind of neat about it is that not everybody's experience is going to be the same. That also poses a unique problem by itself, though, is because how do you help other players? How do you build community around the PvE side of things other than dungeons? And from what it sounds like is that dungeons, their experiences can be different too. So the whole point of this game is it's supposed to be this very fluid and dynamic thing and that's very different from what we're used to in this genre of things are pretty static. I mean, you might have events pop up or things that rotate on a weekly basis, daily basis, whatever the case may be. But something that's truly dynamic, that is both pretty cool and pretty scary at the same time. The AI has to be on point and it has to be pretty damn good for that to work. The one thing I'm looking for at this point in a game is the ability to get beautiful visuals and damn good story and then all the other pieces in between. So we've had the the pretty games out there that just have no meat to them at all. They're just 
they look cool. They just have nothing to them. And then you've got the games that have amazing storylines, just tons of them, awesome story arcs, awesome main quest lines, things like that. Uh, very compelling content, but just don't look that great. You've got some stuff that's kind of working the way up the ladder on both of them, but we've never really had a game out of the gate that's just been both. I think the closest for me might have been Guild Wars 2, but again, I've never level capped in that game, so I don't know what that end game experience is like to speak to how compelling is that content long term. I think the highest one I have is maybe in the 40s or 50s somewhere. Um, but yeah, that's the thing for me is can we get a game out there on the market that is both visually stunning and has the compelling storylines but then also has all those other elements that you need for it to be considered a top tier MMO which is going to be meaningful crafting um, meaningful PvP and all those things do you have to have all those things to have a good to be a good MMO I think that's going to vary from person to person to be honest with you for me I think you do I think you need to be able to have things that if you're kind of stuck or burn out on this particular thing at this time, you don't just get stuck. You know, you're just like, well, this is the only thing you can do in this game and I don't want to play this right now. You know, uh, for something like world of Warcraft, you can go in, especially with battle for Azeroth. Now you can do your world quest rotations. You can do your dungeon grind you can do your um, newer profession leveling up. You've got your island expeditions. Um, hell, I did something today, just uh, not 45 minutes ago, that I don't typically do in games. There is a event that comes up in World of Warcraft called the Trial of Style. And it is basically a cosmetic competition that's in the game. You zone in to a scenario with six people, including yourself, and you have, I think it's, uh, I think you have two minutes or three minutes to go through all your transmog or your cosmetics, and each time there is a theme that pops up, and you ideally want to kind of match the theme, but you don't have to, um, and you get... Um, you pick out your outfit and you're kind of in this cloaked outfit to start with. And you, um, once it, once it's done, it puts two people up on the stage. The other four people vote and there's eight or something rounds of that. And then the winner gets a purple box that has, uh, the barter tokens in it for a full transmog set. You need 60, for there's you can get two different sets for your character and each one's 60 the big one i think has like 90 in it i think so or it's, it's enough to get the gear i think so it's pretty cool though um i think i ran it four times and i was i had enough to get the i did win one i did win one um but yeah so like there's stuff to do outside of, of those main 
things. And that's just stuff we don't know yet about Ashes of Creation. Um, that I think is going to have to be, once that stuff is figured out, that's when we'll really know what what's really the meat and potatoes behind this game. Um, another part of the, the PvP system in this game that ashes of creation that i think is another one of those how is this going to work type scenarios is the the caravan system you know establishing trade between two nodes and it basically creates a static pvp point okay well how's how's that going to work and uh you know there's i mean there's so many possibilities with that and it sounds really cool but again it's a system we'll just have to see more of. Um, I, and that's the thing with this game being in its alpha state yet. But they're also doing so much transparency. There is supposed to be some news. I think it was this weekend coming out of PAX West up in Seattle. Um, so we, we keep an eye on that. If you guys are interested in Ashes Creation... Keep an eye on their Twitch channel and on their Twitter feed and all that good stuff because you, you probably will see some stuff uh, pop out this weekend. They've been making some progress. They've been hiring team members and all that stuff. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't have a, a ton more on Ashes of Creation. Like I said, it looks pretty. Uh, it is. They've confirmed that it is a hybrid tab target um action combat combat system you've got the node system uh you can do your oh you can kind of build a homestead pretty much wherever you want that's kind of cool um and they've got all their pre-order stuff up there and whatnot but uh and the higher the pre-order you do the earlier you get access into beta and can help shape it and all that stuff um but yeah, so that's all I have right now for Ashes of Creation. Uh, kind of wanted to touch on WoW for a little bit. Uh, been really hard into the grind on WoW over the past two weeks. Um, for what time I do have to play, if you if you catch the live streams on Twitch, you uh, will know that that is the only thing I've streamed since Battle for Azeroth came out. And I must say I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um I haven't been on the forefront of a WoW expansion since Cataclysm came out. And uh, Cataclysm left a really bad taste in my mouth as far as the the um, community of that game. Um, at, at that point, my, I'm going to take you back to 2009 for a minute here. It was actually might have been 2010 at that point. But I remember specifically that I had the best gear that you could have without doing Bastion of Twilight. And all I was trying to do was get into a regular uh, Bastion of Twilight as an off tank. And people were looking at me and then, cause this was, this was back in the day when ever you had to have gear score. You, you, you had to have that add on. And so people would look at you and say, oh, your gear score's too low. I was like, I I can't be any better than this without doing this raid. And I'm just looking to do an off tank so I can learn the fights and, and pick up, you know, whatever the case is. I've, I've researched it some already. 
and I got turned down for like two straight weeks and I said, you know, the hell with this. And then I just, I uninstalled the game, canceled my sub for that time. Um, I, I played a little bit during Miss of Pandaria. I played a little bit during Warlords. Basically got through some of the garrison stuff on that and decided I hate this. <laughs> this is not something I want to spend my time doing. Um, I heard really, really, really good things about Legion when it came out. I was like, man, I should, I should, because people were literally telling me Legion was the best expansion they'd played since either BC or Wrath of the Lich King, and I'm like, okay, I mean, that's that's a pretty tall order because in my mind, Wrath of the Lich King was just good. Uh, I enjoyed the the story in Wrath of the Lich King. The dungeons were fun. They had unique mechanics. Ice Crown Citadel was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so that that was a good expansion in my mind. And for me, to have uh, an expansion meet that criteria again, it was like, okay, it's got me interested. But there was a lot of stuff going on with Lord of the Rings Online for me at that point. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to dig into that right now. Um, and so where I'm at now is basically we've, we've come back to world of Warcraft. I came in probably about, I want to say like four months, maybe before, um, before battle for Azeroth came out. That's, that sounds about right. And so, you know, everybody was just plowing through dungeons and stuff like that and doing really high mythic keys and, and whatnot. So it was really easy. You know, I pre-ordered Battle for Azeroth and got my 110 boost. I was able to jump right in with everybody and do the Argus story and then hop into Antorus LFR and, you know, we got after it. And there was a big difference, though. There was a big difference, and it was the people I was playing with. The people I was playing with in Cataclysm, I had one or two, like, real-life friends that were playing, and that was it. And everybody else were just kind of people that hopped in and out every so often now it's different though it's different because of what twitch has done for me as far as meeting new people and i know these people um i've got more real life slash work friends that play it people within within the trifecta organization um you know we've got we have a mythic dungeon team that's part of trifecta that i manage um so i'll be really curious to see how all this stuff shakes out with the dungeons uh and i'm really excited to watch those guys get after it um once mythic pluses come out uh this week actually those should be coming out uh, on september 4th with the raid and i i'm just really excited to see these guys get after it and and do some work and uh you know hopefully they can do all the stuff that they're supposed to do which I have no doubt they will and, and qualify for the next MDI whenever it is and um, get after it. But again, that's, that's what's different now is the social side of it. There's so many people that I play with. Um, you know, we've got, I've got, geez, uh, pretty long friends list of people that are playing both, real life and through all the other avenues that we met. And that's what's nice is if people want to just pop in and play, I mean, realistically, if you're a North American horde, 
drop in. Let's play. You know, um, we we brought in some people last night and and did some uh, heroics and mythics. Uh, did some mythics this morning. Um, granted, they're all M zeros right now. They're not pluses. So, um, but it's still fun. You know, it's like you got new dungeons, new mechanics, uh, things to figure out, and it's been fun. And that's that's the difference. Is I'm not battling a game's systems and design to have fun. I'm just enjoying the content and being able to enjoy the content with other people has been a lot of fun. Um, I think my paladin is up to eye level three thirty-two. Uh, I think the death knight's three Oh five or three Oh seven or something like that. But yeah, so I've been getting after it. I've been, I haven't done this in a long time either. Getting into the mode where I'm actually researching my character for a long time. I mean, you guys know if you, if you watch the streams or if you follow me on Twitter, you know I play a champion in Lord of the Rings Online. That was, I I didn't have to do a ton of research on that character. I just I just played it because I had played it so long and I adapted to all the changes. I'm having to do the the hard work again of looking up rotations and uh, specific fight things where I might need to change a, a talent around or something like that or what uh, what Azerite powers do I want to use on the helm shoulders and chest what um, you know just stuff like that that's what's fun is like I just even when I'm not playing the game I'm looking up stuff and I'm digging in and I'm finding stuff I like or you know, they've been really good. Blizzard has been awesome about bringing out this uh, Warbringer series, you know, with Ashara and Sylvanas and Jaina. Um, if you guys have not watched the Warbringer series, it's fantastic. The stuff with Ashara was just like, I, I feel like my jaw was on the floor the whole time because it was just like, it was pretty intense and I liked it. I like the art style of it and everything. It's pretty cool. But th that's what I mean is there's just so much stuff. There's all these cinematics and cutscenes and different things to do. It's, it's a very engrossing situation right now, and it feels good. Um, so, yeah, that's – I to be fair, I haven't even really touched PvP right now because um, I've, I've got all these other things going on. You know, we've done a little bit of open-world PvP. Um, that's been – over in over in uh, Stormsong Valley, over the Deadwash, seems to always be fighting, and I guess that's just because there's a lot of world quests in that area for both factions. That just there's always fighting over there, and it, it's fun. Um, I will say I feel like I turn into a different person in war mode. Uh, if I see a red nameplate running past, it's like I I don't care if I have no chance at winning. I'm gonna go fight. Um, and it's it's fun, you know, and I think Blizzard's doing that right, too, because if you don't want to, it's not like just the flag PvP, blah, blah, blah. You get bonuses for it. You get to use other uh, other talents and other ability stuff that comes along with being in war mode, and you get bonus XP for it And if you're leveling. And then you also get bonus um, 
Azerite power and world drop stuff too if you're in war mode. And the best part about it is you're split. Even if you're in the same party and one person's war mode and one person is not, you won't see each other because basically you're phased differently. Um, so you won't see people that are in war mode if you're uh, not in it and vice versa. That's pretty cool. The, the technology has been really enjoyable too as far as being able to roll up to a world quest that a you know a boss maybe has 2 million health or something like that. And I go, oh, crap, I can't fight that by myself. You click on the dungeon finder, there's a group of 24, invite, boom, done, ports you right to it. You fight it, you're done, leave party, great. I can see that being a double-sided coin too. Like, hey, I... There's just... You port to a giant group of people, you don't know any of them, you just do a thing for literally 30 seconds and then you're done and then you leave and then everybody's gone okay that's that's fine by me like i i get what i need to do and uh everybody else gets what they need and then they get to move on i think that's one of the worst things about an mmo that maybe not doesn't have the technology or doesn't have the player base or something like that is not being able to do content because there aren't other people the whole premise of an mmo is that there's lots of people and when there's not lots of people and you can't do things that require people, it kind of ruins the game, in my opinion. You want you want to have people to play. And, you know, when you can't do group content or you can't do group quests or you can't do a raid or you can't do a dungeon or you can't do PvP, they all require other people. And so if you don't have other people, yeah, it's no fun. You just have an RPG at that point, so... Um, but no, I, I've enjoyed the the world PvP. Like I said, I haven't even queued into a battleground yet, I think, in BFA. I'm trying to think if I have or not. I don't think I have. Done like one or two arenas and just got stomped because I had I don't have a setup for it anymore. Uh I don't have my bars set up the way I did. I don't have my uh you know, the trinkets set up where they yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that I need to change if I want to jump back into arenas, which I will at some point, and that'll be fun to watch. But um, that's where I think we are with those two games. I think uh, there's still a lot of question marks around Ashes of Creation. Uh, I still want to know more about it. I, I, I want to see more. And then when it comes to World of Warcraft, it's like, you know, if, if the rumors are true about their uh, player base right now, that's pretty cool because the rumor is that they're up floating around 10 million again. They had 3.4 million sales day one of battle for Azeroth. So <laughs> that's pretty solid. Um, so yeah, that, that, I think that's really where we're going to end this one on. Um, again, be sure if you're, if you're listening for this the first time, thank you. Make sure you subscribe to it. It is available on both iTunes and Google Play right now. It should be up on Spotify. Um, it's just going through the approval process right now. But uh, like I said, I want to keep doing this. If you guys have ideas or, or, or topics that you want to hear talked about on this show, feel free to send me a message on Twitter, uh, on Twitch. Email me. It's bloodbornemmo at gmail.com. Um, as far as any feedback goes, too, I read it all. You know, whether I like it or not, you know, I feel like being in a, any type of,
public spotlight, whether it's on a podcast, on Twitch, on YouTube, on Twitter, it doesn't matter if you can't take a little bit of criticism or whatnot. You just don't need to be doing it. <laughs> so if you've got some feedback for me, positive or negative, shoot it my way so I can make this this show, the, the Twitch broadcast, uh, the best they can be. Because I do like doing this stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, the The podcast is a great way for me to really get my thoughts and opinions out there uh, and just see what you guys think. So, um, yeah, I think that's where we're going to end this one. So, again, thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you catch the live streams on twitch.tv slash bloodborne. And you can follow me over on Twitter at bloodborne. Guys, thank you again. And I will see you all next time. Take care.